This is Brian Finale, and you're listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast. The podcast for entrepreneurs who want to grow, get better, and rewire your mind for success so you can build the business of your dreams. And now, it's time to dig deep with an MLSP industry top earner. Let's rock. Welcome to another episode of the Miley System Pro Wake Up Call Podcast. We have another amazing leader with us today. Erin Birch has got such a darn cool story. She really does, man. And I just, you know, we see Erin today. She's crushing it in her, you know, in her network marketing company. She's a top affiliate here. She's involved in our, of course, top affiliate boot camp. She's lead, you know, she uh, is head trainer, a leader in our level one workshops here, which another one's coming up in about 10 days. She's doing it, man. She's doing it. She's, you know, you ask her, it's like a fairy tale today, a dream, a dream business, a dream lifestyle. But if we were to rewind the clock here a few years, guys, she was just a gal who, you know, she found herself single, a couple kids at home, and, like, making less than $2,000 a month, Canadian. Like, that. that's it. And in her words, she had to go figure out something quite quickly I mean, can you imagine that? Two thousand bucks a month Canadian is tough to support yourself, let alone a couple teenage boys. Right? Her life shifted, and I'm certain there was fear. I'm certain there was doubt. She was either going to go, in her words, go bag groceries or figure out something online, some business. She didn't even know what the hell to look for, what was going on. Right? That's where she was at. She couldn't copy and paste. Obviously, that income, there's not much in the bank. There's not much to, you know, do, especially when there's kids involved, right? She didn't have any skills, any time, or any money. And she said, I'm, it doesn't matter. I'm going here. She got to live the dream. She invested in mentorship. She had a piece. She didn't, I don't know how she came up with the money to do what she did. And she got super uncomfortable. She put herself out there and got to work, and now she's free. Well, I mean, gosh, guys. There, anybody can do this. And when I say she could could not copy and paste, I'm not, she she will tell you that, right? But she got good at the communication skills. She got good at psychology. She got good at people. And, and now she hustles on social media. She gets it done. She has her team coming in. There's revenue coming in, and she's free. And her model, she teaches. That's the beautiful part. This, this, you know, her heart and soul. Like she really wants to help and teach and train. And she does it all the time. She's so accessible. Like every two months, she's teaching exactly what she's doing. If you are ready to to actually, you know, I mean, gosh, single mom, six figure business, very quickly. It, it's there for you. It's here for you. It's possible. Aaron Birch, good morning. Welcome to Wake Up Call. Thank you, Brian. Thrilled to be here. Yeah, you know, I still pinch myself every single day. <laughs> Seriously, it's, I have to pinch myself. But I couldn't have done it without MLSP, that is for sure. Because as you, as you were saying, I didn't have the skills. I knew nothing about marketing, absolutely. I knew nothing about online, computers, none of it. But I was committed to my future, committed to my success. So I just buckled down and freaking did it. So, all right. Let's do this. Okay. Am I free to go, Brian? I want to, I've got yeah. some stuff I want to share with the crew Let's rock today. And roll. I was rocking okay. my friend. Uh, I love just, your story. I appreciate you. Thank you for all you do. And uh, we'll talk soon. I'll meet up. It's all yours. Beautiful. Thanks, Brian. We'll see you soon. 
All righty, guys. I want to talk about something that I realize holds a lot of people back from having success. Oftentimes, it is something that we will use as an excuse to not take enough action to be able to create the kind of business and income that you truly desire. Okay? So today we're going to be talking about how to design your environment for greater success. We're talking about the importance of creating an environment that is conducive to your success. You're going to design your environment. And we're actually talking about your internal environment and your external, okay? They are both incredibly important. So the truth is, is it's much easier to not work your business than it is to work your business, correct? It's just easier to not do the thing. So we want to do everything that is in our, within our power to make sure we are doing the thing because you ain't going to get the results if you're not doing the thing. So I often hear from people, teammates, clients, you know, I've done this myself, you know, but, oh, but my husband, my husband, every time I sit down to work, my husband needs, needs me, needs, wants my attention, wants dinner, my husband or my wife. My wife doesn't get it. I sit down to work and she's, she bugs me. She, she's got her honeydew list and hands it to me and asks me to do things. I hear it often. People kind of say it's somebody else's fault that they're not putting in the time and effort. My kids, my kids, they're in a million different activities and I'm always driving them around, homeschooling, you know, my kids. It's because of my kids. It's their fault, right? Or this one. I don't actually have an office space. I don't have a workspace. So my family distracts me. Am I speaking your language? Have you ever said one of these things? So what we're going to talk about today is not allowing your family and your workspace and your life to be an available excuse for you. You get rid of those excuses, you will get down to work, okay? So let's talk about your family. We love our families, don't we? But they don't always understand what we're doing or are on board. Does your family support you in what you're doing? Chances are if they don't, you're not alone. It seems to be most people's spouses or partners do not support them when they first start their business, right? Because they have Uncle John who joined Amway 35 years ago and bought a bunch of product, and it filled up his garage, and he made no money, right? Or Aunt Lucy, who joined Avon and hassled all the family at Christmas dinner and Thanksgiving and you name it, right? So think about why your spouse or partner might not be so supportive. So this means it is up to you to sit your partner down, your spouse down, your family down, your kids down, your in-laws, whoever is living in your house, it is your job to sit them down and have a family meeting and make sure they understand how damn serious you are 
about building your business. Because if they think for one moment that you are just goofing around on social media, they will not support you. Most spouses do not support their, you know, their partner doing this until they see money coming in. Until they see money coming in, then they change their tune. It is up to you to make darn sure they understand why you are doing this. Do they think you're doing this just as entertainment, as a hobby? Or do they understand you are doing this not just for you, but for the family unit, for your futures? I'm not doing this just for me, John. I'm doing this for us and our family and list out the reasons why. List out the, the things that will come of you growing a successful business. Are you transferring your vision to your partner, to your family? If they don't see your vision, do not expect them to be on board and support you. Think about this. If they saw the vision that you have, do you think they'd, you know, cook more dinners? clean up after themselves to their own damn laundry. Maybe it's time for you to start delegating and getting your family members to pitch in. This is something I go over with most of my clients, especially female clients. Moms, right? We feel it's up to us to do a lot of the work. So if your kids are of an age where they can do their own laundry, make their own lunches, cook dinner, Get your family on board carrying the workload of the household chores, okay? And they will do this if you explain why you're asking them to do this. Transfer that vision to them, okay? It's probably a good thing if you help your kids become a little more independent. (laughs) In the long run, it's going to pay off, okay? So let's talk about your workspace. You must have... A workspace. If you can swing it, having an office with a door, do it. You close that door. When it's work time, it is work time. You make darn sure your family knows, I'm working right now. You only knock on this door if there's an emergency. Do you think they're going to start to take you more seriously when you say something like that? Have a sign on your door. I will be working from 4 to 6 p.m. Only come in if it's an emergency. Train your family. So if you don't have a workspace, I know not everybody is blessed enough to have a house with an extra room to make it an office. So here's a few things to think about. Where are you working? If you're working at your kitchen table or dining room table where the rest of the family sees you, They're not taking you seriously. And they're going to distract you like crazy. It's like when you have little kids and the second you jump on the phone, all hell breaks loose and they need your attention, right? Adults are like that too. (laughs) They are. So if you are doing your business, if you're working your business at your kitchen table, living room, dining room table, anywhere like that, don't expect your family to take you seriously. Have a designated space, even even if it has to be a corner of your living room, 
get yourself a partition, you know, like one of those fold-up wall kind of things, and partition yourself off so they see a separation between you and what the rest of the family is doing so that they begin to take you more seriously. Okay? You've got to have at least a designated space. Better having an office with a door that you can close, have a sign on the door, these are my work hours. You're doing this for yourself, and you're doing this for your family. So one thing to think about are, is what's on the walls of your workspace, whether it be an office or you know, a corner of the living room? What's on the walls that you're going to be staring at while you're working your business? Seriously, think about this. For myself, I know that I cannot have a map in my house. I can't have a map of the world on the wall or a globe because I will get sucked in and I will sit there and stare at a map and dream where I want to go, ruminate where I've been. A map for me is a huge distraction. Are you anywhere near the TV? Do not be anywhere near the TV. Do you have kids' art on the, on the walls? Which is lovely. It's lovely to have your kids' art. But does it cause you to look at the art and then think about, oh, I remember the day Johnny was born? Right? Anything that will cue thought and take you out of thinking about your business and thinking of, you know, Johnny's second birthday party, you know, when, it was, when I made that cake with black icing and then the kids all went home and... <laughs> And I got phone calls from all the parents because they were all poo and black. True story, true story. But anyway, my point is, is this is how my brain works. If I see a drawing that my son Wyatt did, I will start daydreaming. It will take me out. You're going to lose focus. And you're there to work your business. Do what you need to do to, to keep focus, right? Do you have vacation pictures? Oh, my God. Do you have pictures of you and your family in Hawaii? Guess what? You're going to mentally put yourself back in Hawaii. And then 30 minutes goes by and you've relived your whole Hawaiian vacation. And you haven't gotten anything done in your business. Kind of like watching cat videos on Facebook, right? So be very cognizant of what you have on your walls if you can. Here's a little side note. I actually usually talk about this with a lot of my clients. What I do... In my workspace, I actually have a blank wall where I will write things down that I want to be imprinted into my subconscious mind, like the magic formula for building an online business. Or, you know, the fact that when you sell product, you talk about what it does, not what it is. So I want to make sure that it's something that I want imprinted into my subconscious mind I will write it out on a piece of paper and I will stick it to my wall. And then every day, every few days, I will spend three minutes reading the things on my wall. And once it's imprinted into my subconscious mind, when I'm like sharing it with my audience or sharing it with my clients because it's so ingrained in my brain, it's time for that piece of paper to come off. That's a little trick. Okay? So... Next thing we want to talk about is learning to say no. Are you a people pleaser? Are you the person in your family that everyone knows they can go to for help? 
right? I'm moving. <clears throat> Can you help me move this weekend? If you've always been the yes person, it's time to become the no person. Try this on for size. When someone comes to you for, for how I'm not saying become a selfish person, but I'm just saying if a lot of your time is going to people who could A, do it themselves or maybe pay someone to do it, right? Learn this phrase. No, I'm sorry. That's not going to work for me. No, I'm sorry. I can't help you move this weekend. That's not going to work for me. Tell your entire extended family that all your free time is going to be going to building your business. So instead of helping you move Johnny, Uncle Johnny, maybe you can hire a moving company and pay for it. Because if I spend my weekend helping you move, that's money I'm not making to help you save money. Okay? Stand up for yourself. Start saying no. Okay? Set boundaries with your entire family, extended, the in-laws, the kids, your partner. Set boundaries. Let them know you're going to be less available time-wise because you're dead serious about growing your business. So every spare second you have is going to go to that. Okay? It's up to you to make them take you seriously. And if they get all huffy because you're not going to be there at their beck and call anymore, that's too bad. They need to grow up. Okay, stand up for yourself. All right, next one. I'm sure you've heard this before, but this is so critically important. Who are you surrounding yourself with on a daily basis? Are you surrounding yourself with successful or even more successful people than yourself? When you surround yourself with more successful people, this causes you to level up. When you're hanging out, with people who have very high standards for themselves and their business, that will help you raise your standards. If you're around people who are, you know, always leveling up in their own business, that's going to rub off on you as opposed to hanging out with, you know, Joanne who just wants to go to the bar and get drunk every night. <laughs> right? So who are you surrounding yourself with? Because their vibe will rub off on you. That's when we talk about, you know, oh, Johnny got in with the wrong crowd. Now he's in jail. <laughs> because who you surround yourself with will rub off on you. If you're surrounding yourself with negative, toxic people, you can't help but become more negative and more toxic. It will change your, your, your filter of how you see the world. It really will. So be very, very careful of who you surround yourself with. I actually met somebody, and before we could even go out on a coffee date, just from a few of his texts alone, I went, no, you are not coming into my world. You are negative. You're probably toxic. No, you're not coming into my world. And that was the end of it. Okay? Be, be, be ruthless. It's up to you to guard your vibration. This isn't selfish. This is you doing what you need to do to keep your vibration high. Okay? Next one, set a schedule. Oh, my God. I work with all my clients and my team with this. Power hours. Power hours. 
You need to have power hours, especially if you work a full-time job and have a family. You need to have particular hours where you are doing nothing but working your business. Right? You work all day. You come home. You have maybe somebody else, one of your teenagers, do dinner that night. So you come home at 6. You're going to work from 6 to 7 because dinner's at 7. You're going to have a power hour from 6 to 7. You're going to be doing nothing but business building and income producing activities. Like what? Like getting a post up and having conversations, prospecting, making offers, income producing activities, right? So your power hour. Map out what your power hour looks like and fit in as many power hours into your day as you possibly can. If you can get one done in the morning, beautiful. If you have to wait until you get home, okay. But can you do half a power hour maybe at your lunch break? Fit it in. Fit it in. Make sure you are very clear on your non-negotiables. What are your non-negotiables? For me, it's hiking, getting out into the woods, getting grounded, getting my exercise. Okay, I'll get in some marketing while I'm out there too. Yep, because that's just part of my life. But what are your non-negotiables? Whether it be your gratitude, whether it be reading your Bible, whether it be going to church, whether it be meditating, whether it be working out, whether it be quality family time, quality family time, right? Book in family time. Seriously, my, my son and I were hiking the other day. This is a funny story. It just came to me. We were for a hike, and I was talking about these power hours and all this kind of stuff with my son. And he was talking about how, what is his name? He used to be in New Kids on the Block. He's an actor, owns a hamburger restaurant chain. Can't remember his name. Doesn't matter. Anyway, he talks about how he gets up at 4 a.m., and he does something like, three workouts a day or something insane. But he talks about how he maps out his day, right, his schedule. And then he said that he schedules family time at the same time he does work calls. So there's an hour a day that is his work calls and family time. So my son was killing himself laughing, going, that's his family time? While he's doing his business calls. No, those are two separate times. (laughs) Map out your time to respond to your messages and do your calls. Map out when it's family time. Map everything out, okay? So know what your non-negotiables are and put them in your schedule. And then be more critical of the rest of the things. What else are you doing? Be prepared to give up a few things. Be prepared to give up a few things, like TV time. It's not going to make you money. Like maybe, maybe giving up book club. I'm sorry, I know you love book club, but think about this. If you are just trying to get your business off the ground and you work a full-time job and you've got a family, maybe put book club on the back burner for the next six months. Because book club might be an hour a week meeting with the, the gals or whoever, but you're also reading that book. That takes time. So I had this conversation with a client. It's like, well, how much time are you spending on book club, reading the book and going and doing the book club virtual meeting thing, right? Well, it ends up being probably four or five hours a week. That's four or five hours a week you could be putting into building your business. Oh, but I love book club. I know, I know. 
But you need that time to put into your business, especially during the first few years. Right? If you ever want to get to a place where you're in a position where you can quit your job and go full-time in your home business, you're going to have to make some sacrifices. Be prepared to give a few things up. Okay? What are your priorities? If you're not willing to give up book club and watching Survivor, I don't even know if Survivor's on TV anymore. I haven't had a TV in like nine years. But if you're not willing to give up those things, you got to make sure how serious you are about your business. Is it really a priority if you're not willing to give those, you know, a few things up that aren't necessary? Because you can't give up your family time. You can't give up your, your exercise time. You're looking after your own mental and physical health time. So what can you give up? Okay? So get clear on what you want and how bad you want it. And then think about what you can control. Because there are always things that you can't control. Life will always happen. Family members will get sick, right? Life will happen. Even though you're building a business, life will happen. There are things you cannot control. So you must understand the things that you can control and take control of them, okay? Managing your time. You can't really manage time. Well, actually... Apparently, you can't. But anyway, that's another call. So what I'm saying is what you can manage is your schedule, right? your exterior work environment, your internal environment, right? Now we're talking personal development. These are all things you can control. You can only control yourself. So make sure you're doing a really good job of controlling that, Okay. Anyway, that's what I have for you today, you guys. I absolutely love and adore you all. I want to see you kick butt in your businesses. I will see you over on the MLSP fan page in about five minutes. Bye, guys. You have been listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast with Brian Finale and the MLSP leaders. To learn how MLSP can help you get more leads and make more money in your business starting today, visit www.mlsp.com and take your risk-free test drive. MLSP.com. That's MLSP.com, creating tomorrow's leaders today.